0: Hi, this is actor-comedian Adam Ferrara, and you and I have something in common. We are both fans of Joe List. I did an episode of Joe's podcast, and he did an episode of mine. It's right here for you. And if you like it, I hope you'll check out other episodes. I've had on Nathan Lane, Jay Leno, Edie Falco, Joe Buck, Ralph Macchio, Brian Regan, Adam Carolla. I had an FBI profiler on who worked on the Bundy case. That was creepy. And I'm pretty sure it Bundy did it. I had the astronaut Katie Coleman on. She lived in space for six months. I've done nothing with my life. I hope you check out my podcast, the Adam Ferrar Podcast, 30 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. And this is a great episode featuring my friend and yours, Joe List. Give it a listen. Alexa, who is Adam Ferrar?
1: Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needle's Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear. He has had three Comedy Central specials and his new album is called It's Scary in Here. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere.
0: Sounds like it could be funny.
1: Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back.
0: Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us again or checking us out for the first time. Either way, you know we are glad you are here. We have a great show for you. My guest in the ADD interview is a very funny comedian. It's my pal, Joe List. And we want to welcome everyone from our Talk to Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week. 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and join us. And our superfan shout-out is for Jason. Say hi to Jason, everybody. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. How you doing, man? What's up, Jason? <laughs> oh, okay. Jason, I want you to know that uh, Phil is not upset with you. I believe Phil's still upset with me. Is that accurate, Philip? <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Yeah, Phil, okay. <laughs> he's still. Yeah,
2: little I'm attitude. not
0: talking to you. All right. Phil is no. no. Phil's got a little bit. Of, he's upset with me. I'll, I'll, Just a little bit. Yeah, and I, and and he I, and I know he wants to discuss it because I have this. Listen to this clip. I'm not talking to you. All right. Is there something seriously wrong with you? <laughs> what? This is something wrong with you, man. You, know, you just
1: said something mentally wrong with you. Lovely moment.
0: Ruined. You know, ruined. Lovely moment. Moment. Ruined. We're going to talk
3: about this in the next podcast.
0: Okay. And this is the next, <laughs> this is the next <laughs> podcast. Phil is still upset with me for ruining a lovely moment. By the way, as he scolds me with a mouthful of popcorn. I don't know if you
1: got
2: yeah, that. Yeah, I heard that. He was mumbling. <laughs> yeah.
0: Listen, okay, yeah. First of all, it was organic Trader Joe's popcorn. Yeah,
1: I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: These cigarettes are made out of granola. Enjoy. Good for the kids. <laughs> They're good. I like puffing on them. Yeah, moron. All right. Yeah. I'm the moron. Yeah. So, okay. okay, so please tell everybody so Jason knows you're not upset with him and everybody else knows why you're upset with me. Okay. Okay. So, Mark, Alex already knows about this. I'm
1: watching the West Wing again because I have no life. We all agree on this, right? (laughs) Uh So there's an endearing scene with Martin Sheen, who's about to make the State of the Union speech, and he's got the designated survivor in the Oval Office, and he tells him, if anything happens, A, B, C, and D. And then he goes, do you have a best friend? The guy goes, yes, sir. He goes, "Um, do you trust him with your life? Yes, sir. (laughs) Is he smarter than you? Yes, sir. That's your chief of staff illustrating the beauty of best friendship. And who did I think of? I thought of Adam, right? So what do I do? I stand up on my couch, like, and I get the iPhone, and I rewind it, and I tape it just like a director, and I line it up, and I sit down, and I edit it, and I send it to him, right? Just to illustrate, this is the way I feel about you, because I do think he's smarter than me, and I do trust him with my life, right? So I send them this very beautiful scene, half hour, nothing, hour, nothing, the whole day, nothing! Finally, I get a text back from him, like some other random thing. He completely dismisses the scene, right? Then I, then I text him. I go, hey, did you get the text? Yeah, yeah, I didn't understand it, and I, he bailed. He didn't even watch it. He didn't even watch the scene.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I was like, what is wrong with you, man? Okay, let me clarify something. Phil sends me a scene. No context, no nothing. Like, watch this, been thinking of you, thought of you when I saw this. Nothing. Just a random scene sent to me. And and not even after a bonding moment. Like, he woke me up in the middle of the night. You got to come bail me out. I had to put up money for him or I gave him a kidney. Nothing. This is a random Wednesday. He gets all Mm -hmm. emotional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, The thing is, the message isn't even into this video clip until like 54 seconds in. Oh, my God. 54 seconds. Okay. What are Ye- you going to do with that time? You have no idea how long that is. I can't play the clip because <sighs> we don't have the right to it, but I, I made the clip. This is actually what he sends me with no instructions whatsoever. Listen to this. He shall, from time to time, give to the Congress, the State of the Union, and recommend to their consideration such measures as he chooses necessary and expedient. Then the other guy says, sounds right up your alley, sir. Thanks, Roger. Knock dead, sir. Martin Sheen says, oh, Roger, if anything happens, you know what to do, right? I honestly haven't thought about it, sir. First thing always, national security. Get your commanders together. Appoint joint chiefs. Appoint chairman. Take us to DEFCON 4. Have the governor send emergency delegates to Washington. The assistant attorney general is going to be the acting AG. If he tells you he wants to bring up the National Guard, you listen to him. Okay, right away. Now I think we're under attack. This is what I think.
2: It, it's like <laughs> Phil doesn't even know you. No. Because, Phil, I, I even know you can't send Adam anything longer than 20 seconds. He needs cliff notes or emojis. Oh, my
0: Yes, 54 seconds before we got there. Now, I played that so you could see how long it was, and I'm pulling my hair out of my frigging head. Ten, All right, you ten. know what I sent?
1: A beginning, a middle, and an end. No, no. I am a creator. I am a writer, and I have directed things. And if I just sent the part with the best friendship, that's your chief of staff. You wouldn't have known what it meant unless there was an entry point. So I gave you a beginning, a middle, and just watch the clip. It's a minute of your life, you
0: insensitive turd. Okay, listen to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a writer, I'm a creative. You're emotionally needy.
1: Oh my God, you're, that's where you're going? I sent you an endearing scene to tell you how much that I think you're smarter than me and I'm emotionally needy? You should listen to me. I'm smarter than you. God, Mark, this is a guy. I bring him to see Titanic. Three minutes in, get to the iceberg. That's him. <laughs> but get to the iceberg. I want to see the guy falling on the propeller blade.
0: Okay. Enough so, of this bullshit. So he that's says, you. Yeah, Mark, this is him yelling at me. If you mm-hmm. would have sent the text and go, listen, I was watching this, I thought of you, I would have watched it. I was like, well, what does he want from me? No explanation, no, no nothing. Maybe it was what a mistake. Do
3: I, what, what do I want from you? Is that what you're
0: saying? Yeah. What are you trying to communicate oh to God. me? Oh, my God.
3: Oh, my God. Take the time. Get up. Squint. Take the thing for
0: you. You just squinted? I, I squinted. St- I stood up. You know what I did <laughs> I for you? To st- had to I had stand up. I had to stand up. <laughs> I did. I stood up. I know a lot. I have no idea. I have to apologize. I had no idea the lengths you go to show your love for me.
1: (laughs) I lined up the shot. I edited it. I did all kinds of things for that for you.
0: Yes, honey.
2: Adam, let me ask you. Mm -hmm. Did you just do the thing that most of us do when we're busy and we get a text and it's a it's a video Mm -hmm. and you can see you know it's maybe a long video? I'll watch it later.
0: Yeah, I'm like I I I have no time for this now. What is it?
2: You put it. See, he put it on hold. Phil,
0: you, you didn't get the response you wanted, correct? I didn't get the response. I You didn't even watch the thing to
1: give me a response. <laughs>
0: but but You, you got to watch it first to give me a response. You didn't get the response you
1: wanted in the okay. time that you, you deemed appropriate. Is that accurate? Okay. No. You know it's accurate? There's no, sorry, no defense here. There's no defense here. How, you can't uh, how, defend uh, your way out of I'm this. sorry. Mark has something to say. Yes,
3: Mark. I'm sorry. All I'm hearing in my head as this is going on is, dun, 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 dun. The plaintiff Phil Tag is upset about a message he sent the oh. defendant Adam Furrah has no idea what the message meant they've decided to waive their legal rights and have their case decided here today in the people's
2: court yeah see I hear something different mark
3: good I What's
2: hear that? a divorce court. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: yes that's oh, no,
1: exactly oh, right oh, oh, and, he's paying, and he's paying me child
2: support
0: you know why I'm paying you child support because you're a child that's why you use your oh, words
1: whatever. you, you
2: know whatever, what man. you know it's so interesting mm-hmm. because see Adam that's how you would send him a text mm-hmm. but see bill's not you Phil is Phil he's more visual he's more sentimental sensitive so,
0: creative juvenile and undiagnosed with Fce what? Yeah. That's Yes. Oh, I, I, wow. I looked this up what? to help you. Oh, no. Phil is undiagnosed with false consensus effect. What? Yeah. What? False consensus what effect. It's a psychological yeah. syndrome. One sees his own behavioral choices, judgments as relatively common and appropriate to existing circumstances, while viewing hmm. alternate responses as uncommon, deviant, inappropriate, and causes them grievance or offense.
2: Are you okay. sure that's not an AME? What's an AME? An atom makeup effect. No. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what it is. I'll tell you exactly what it is. You got the wrong initials. It's it's two initials. BS. That's what it is. Look at it. B S. <laughs> yes. Google it. I looked it up. Oh, 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 oh! so how long did it take you to look that up, Adam? Was it more
0: than 54 seconds? I did it in 10 seconds, and I was like, oh, I, I, I have the answer to the problem in less time uh-huh. than it took me to listen to the problem.
1: Oh, my guy goodness. Spends, <laughs>
0: guy spends a day and a half researching
1: what's wrong with me, but he won't watch a one-minute clip oh,
2: of my an goodness. endearing,
1: beautiful scene, and, and this reminded <laughs> me of our best prejudice. And, and you know what? Here's how right you are, Adam. Here's mm. how right you are in your defense. You drive all the way over to my new Hollywood apartment on Christmas Eve. I did because you knew uh, because you knew you were wrong Admit no it. i knew you were upset so that's why he came
0: over to yes because you were upset i
1: yeah, i was. first of all i wasn't upset
0: i was no I was a little offended <laughs> a little listen to this I was offended all day I was offended. why were you offended all day <laughs> why? all day why why were you offended all day
3: because you're the tin man you don't have a heart get to go get to go go see the wizard. <laughs>
0: I gotta soak my head, and I gotta wash all this off me. I right, wash the <laughs> <defensiveness laughs> off me. Stop eating the I popcorn. I gotta
1: take a bath to wash off your bullshit. It's
0: healthy popcorn, just organic air popcorn. Yeah, okay, okay. all right. <laughs> yeah, you offended. That's part of the, that's part of part of the syndrome that you have. This the undiagnosed mm-hmm. syndrome, FCE syndrome, that you have. Yeah. Well, a shower know. cures that. Just so you know. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> because you blame me for everything. I don't
1: blame you for everything. Really? Exhibit yeah. A. I'm not
0: talking
2: to you. God damn it. What happened? Pop all over my rug now. Can you see what you did? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I'm all I'm all that is funny.
1: That was a direct result of my <clears throat> my upsetness and my being offended because of the shit that you didn't do.
2: Yes, because oh you are goodness. undiagnosed with F C E. What well, why do mm-hmm. I picture both of you stamping your feet as you're talking? Hmm? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Like
0: apes. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, Phil, do you feel better knowing that what you have has a name and a protocol? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm not giving this any more energy. Okay, fine. Don't give it any more energy. Some people feel better when they're diagnosed with something. Joe List had OCD, and he actually needed the shrink to tell him that he had it to make himself feel better. Why don't you guys listen to this, and we'll see you on the other side.
4: false consensus effect has been well-established in research. Believing that other people share beliefs increases self-esteem so it makes us feel better about ourselves.
1: You insensitive turd.
4: (laughs) You're listening to the Adam Ferrara podcast. This is 30 minutes you'll never get back. Y'all know these episodes are longer than 30 minutes
3: right? Right? Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy.
0: ADHD, it's not just for kids.
3: Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a
0: word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is a very funny stand-up. His new special is called I Hate Myself and can be seen on Comedy Central's YouTube channel. He's also the co-host of Tuesdays with Stories with my pal and friend of the show, Mark Normand. He has anxiety, O C D, he likes junk food, and he married another comedian. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is my pal Joe List. How are you, baby? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Boy, you really summed it up. That was very concise. It was <laughs> my whole life right there. There it was, right there. Well, it's it's we're open books, man. I mean we just we take our lives, we put it in a blender, we try to make people laugh at, at, at our truth because uh, for some reason it, it's it's healing for us and them, I hope.
4: Right. Yeah, that's what I hope. I mean, I get plenty of people being like, you suck, you loser. You stick. <laughs> and you're like, what's wrong with you, you nerd? Uh, but then, you know, you get enough emails that are like, boy, that really helps. That was nice. Or I really related to this or that. And it makes it, you know, somewhat worth it, I guess.
0: Yeah, I like you suck, you loser. I feel better about myself yelling at him.
4: <laughs> well, those are different people. Those are different emails. Uh, but, you know, it's probably a service to those people as well. to get to get their anger out. Yeah, I, I was just telling the story, though. You ever have where you're um you, you know, the comedy, you always want everyone to go. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 so that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's like the goal. And I did a joke. I mean, this speaks to my mental health, I guess. But I did a joke that I thought was funny. I thought I was going to, you know, really get that thing that people they think, mm-hmm. but they don't ever say it. And I was like, no, you know, that feeling when you wake up in the middle of night because you got to use the restroom, you got you to gotta pee mm-hmm. and you're just sitting there going, I should kill myself. <laughs> it just got just <laughs> zero. Like, people were like, What?
0: And I was like, oh. I was like, Nothing? Okay. I thought, All right. We found the line. <laughs> I was like, Damn. Because
4: I, I don't know about you, but like, for whatever reason, like, I'm not a depressed guy. I got some anxiety, you know, I got my problems. But when I wake up uh, in the middle of the night, for whatever reason, I just have this dark
0: thing. Oh, I don't yeah. feel that way in the morning. Oh, see, see, for me, Joe, it's the morning. I I got a bit in my act. I wake up feeling uh, attacked, pissed off, and terrified. I basically wake up in a Salvador Dali painting. That's that's what I'm late, and the clock is melting. I wrote that bit because (laughs) I get up, and until the caffeine kicks in, I'm I'm a terrified, miserable bastard. I don't know what it is.
4: No, I guess I have the same thing. I'm very anxious. My wife and I talk about this because she's always jealous every day she's like you get up early i'm so Mm. jealous you get out of bed early and i'm like well it's because i'm having an anxiety i didn't (laughs) i didn't sleep well and i'm like time to get after it i'm literally laying there trying to fall back asleep and my world is collapsing
0: (laughs) yeah i'm not ambitious i'm
4: terrified (laughs) exactly so but for some reason in the middle of the night it's worse i don't know why i guess because it's dark or whatever i'm alone because she's not but i wake up and i'm like ah it's all we're all gonna die
0: yeah I don't know what, it, I think it's when, maybe, and I don't know if, you, if, if this is accurate for you, I think it's when you let go of everything, you're actually let going of the mechanism that keeps the fear at bay. Right, right. So now when you're asleep, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm restful, but I'm going to die. You know that, And you have to actually go through that. I'm going to die to get back to another, another uh, cycle of peace or, or rest, I, I think. I don't know. But that, that's what has been my experience.
4: Yeah, it's 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 tricky and uh sleep is like that too. I get so in my head about sleep that I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to fall asleep. How would I fall asleep? I I'm sitting here, I'm like, I just have my eyes closed. That's right. not anything. No. How is that and, uh, and then I just get anxiety about that. It's uh it's a problem. But I've gotten better, believe it or not. I'm much really? better. Are you drinking? No, I quit I quit drinking years ago. Court order? <laughs> no, it was uh It was it was personal ordered, but uh, I I never had any
0: trouble with the courts, which I was fortunate. But Mm -hmm. that was uh, that was just from pure luck. Yeah. Well, I quit. I didn't really quit. I calmed down a little bit because I didn't sleep. It made my sleep worse because I like bourbon, and I still got a little bit of a a little here and there. I uh, I enjoy a little taste of Kentucky, but I didn't sleep well. The monsters seemed to be bigger when I was drinking. Yeah. Sure. Well, I, I have a joke that it's another joke that doesn't work that great i got a lot of bad jokes is what i have right Thank now but give tough. me all the shit that doesn't work on my show joe thanks
3: <laughs> um, but
4: i know it kind of works occasionally but i i did have this actual thought where i was struggling to sleep i was like i got so much anxiety and i can't sleep and then i thought man i used to be able to sleep That was like a thought i, had. I was like i used to be able to sleep so well mm. and i was like oh because i used to black out every night <laughs> that's why i was sleeping i'm like And the joke is like, I used to be able to fall asleep while I was driving Now I can't even sleep in bed But it was a real thought I had was like, man, I used to never have Trouble sleeping, and Mm. I'm like, well, apparently You know, 48 Captain and Cokes will help you Doze off for a few minutes (laughs) But it's not quality sleep, like you said
0: Yeah, I do have uh, one of your Bits here about sleep, Uh, let's play this now
4: I have trouble sleeping at home too, because I have anxiety My same friend, he tried to help me with that He goes, the key to falling asleep, he goes, you want to keep your body Temperature cool, I was like, okay, that makes sense they said, one way to do that, you can wear socks and gloves to bed. It'll draw heat to those areas and cool the rest of your body. I was like, nice. <laughs> I might try that. Or I might flick on the air conditioning. That might be another thing. I'll either wear socks and gloves to bed like I escaped from an asylum, or perhaps I'll turn on the ceiling fan. I might even stick my leg out from underneath the blankets. That's another way people have been cooling
0: down for several centuries. <laughs> has, now, ha, has that helped at all? Have you tried that at all? I never actually tried that. I feel so
4: bad because there was a guy, the guy that told me that advice is like a comedy club booker, and um, I was worried that he was going to see the bit and be like,
0: Hey, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. told you that. Yeah, because in the but moment I, you went, that's great. Can we talk about uh, maybe coming back in a couple months?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah i so I, I haven't heard from him about it i hope he wasn't offended but it was one of those moments you know as a comic when someone's telling you something and they're trying to help you but the yeah. whole
0: time you're like i'm gonna really shit on this guy yeah uh, i just you sit there go uh, this is i can't it's like when someone gives me directions they think i'm listening and they're trying to help me I'm like, yeah no no got it thanks drive away I'm, i got nothing
4: yeah, ex- exactly. I so, no, I haven't actually um, tried that. But the body temperature being cool, I mean, that I, I do sleep with a fan in my face mm-hmm. and turn the heat All down right, now let me ask look. you this.
0: Do you sleep with a fan because it's cool, or do you like the noise? Because the noise helps me. White noise helps I
4: like me. a little bit of both. The noise, I need, I have, which I did a bit about in my special also, but I did, I have tinnitus. I think it's pronounced tinnitus. tinnitus. Some people say tinnitus. 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 Yeah.
0: It's that ringing in I, your ear.
4: Yes, exactly. So, I need something so in the summer you get the ac going yeah, I, the winter, I need a, a noise maker yeah it's brutal i mean it sounds like like
0: yeah I, I you know now, now i sleep best now because it's football season and i just put on a football podcast and hear grown men scream about a game i just watched and for some reason that's comforting yeah that'll put you to sleep yeah man that'll do it do they ever come into your dreams like are you ever oh yeah with, you know oh yeah they 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 come they, that's the other thing is like because sometimes the sound whatever i'm listening to is the soundtrack of, of your right. dream, you know, and, you, you know, I don't know how it gets incorporated, but it does. So, yeah, many, many times I've been asleep uh, thinking, what the hell did the Jets have to do to get an offensive line, you know? the <laughs> you know how many times I dreamed about a left tackle? <laughs> I mean, it's just terrible.
4: <laughs> Are you a Jets fan? Did you watch that game yesterday? I oh, to my
0: it. God. I, I just stopped screaming
4: 10 minutes ago. <laughs> That was rough. I mean I'm not I'm a I'm a New Englander, but I'm in New York, so that's the game I had. Yeah. And
0: uh, that was that was tough. Oh it was awful. So you're a Patriots
4: fan? Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, the interview's over. Sorry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was just born there. I at least I'm from there. This is what I always say. People are like, Oh, I hate Patriots. I'm like, Well, at least I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like some guy from, yeah. you know, Oregon who picked up the Patriots three years ago. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean I mean I remember one in fifteen, the games were blacked out. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. It was Steve Grogan yeah, exactly, Grogan and Irving Fryer, and mm-hmm. it was great, all those,
0: all those guys. I think that's where we met. We met at Thaniel Hall when I was playing Thaniel Hall, if I remember correctly.
4: Yes, yes, I opened for you there, probably like 05-ish or something, 04 maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think that, I said, man, man he, this guy's funny, but you gotta, oh, thank you. I remember thinking you were really funny, but uh, I gotta tell him, take the shit out of your pockets. Yes, <laughs> that's right. You were, My pants were filled with You stuff. were on stage wearing khakis, pleated khakis, so it looks like they were like expandable luggage. And you had, I, Joe, I was you had your wallet in one front pocket, and then you had, it looked like a garage door open. I, had, I said, is this guy running away from home? I remember you were on stage with all your possessions shoved into your pants. And we were talking in the green room and I said, Man, you're funny. He goes, You got any advice? I go, Yeah, take the shit out of your pockets. Everyone's they're not listening to you. They're going, Oh my God, is he homeless? He's got everything he owns in his pants. It's funny because I still think about that now. I still I still take everything out of
4: my I put my wallet and mm-hmm. whatever it is, I completely empty because uh it is. It's very noticeable. And now I have like I mean, I, I'm I'm a man with two pairs of jeans. I wear this. I mean, first of all, I haven't worn jeans since March, which is weird. Yeah. Um, but you know, I have like my dental flosses and indented into my jeans pocket. <laughs> so I'm on stage. You can see like a little dental floss and a wallet. All, you know, it gets like uh, built into the pants.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you were a kid and you had that one condom in your wallet, it was just a ring for your entire <laughs> year of high school. Cause you never used it.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I did, by the way, I had a gig. Last week, which is like, you know, rare these days. Mm-hmm. And I put on jeans and I'm like, I don't think we should be doing this. I, I wore sweatpants for seven months straight. <laughs>
0: and I'm like, this, we got to abolish jeans. Like, what are we doing? Let's yeah. just
4: make sweatpants the thing.
0: I walked around. I've been walking around like in my house, like in a robe, like Jimmy the Chin, working on an insanity defense. <laughs> I'm just wandering around my house when I have to work. I mean, right, you know, right now, when I, when I have to work now, I got this little studio we're talking on. So it's like, I'm just trying to pump out content. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't get changed. I, I actually go out of the house every day, Joe, because I have to. I have to go for my – I got to get out of here. I got to go for my – I call it my save my marriage walk. And I just yeah, go out so she has a break from me.
4: Yeah, I'm the same way. I walk I, – I'm out all day – not all day, but a lot, frequently. I, and one walk doesn't do it for me. I mm-hmm. go out in the morning before my wife's awake, and then we'll go for a walk together, and then I'll pretend I forgot something and go back out again. It's a lot. But I wear sweatpants when I walk around. I don't. Right. I don't put jeans on for my neighborhood walk. Right.
0: And so, do, you, do but, you go out? Do you eat when you walk? For some reason, I always end up at a, at a supermarket doing the shopping, and I'll get something to eat, and I'll sit on a bench. But I always, if I go out, there's usually some kind of food involved. Is that does that happen with you?
4: Yeah, I do a lot of that. I'll I'll go to Starbucks and get a tea and a cookie or whatever. I, it's I got nothing else to do except yeah. I, mean, I just I went to Chipotle and the I'm in New York and I got Chipotle a burrito, and they have indoor dining, but evidently Chipotle doesn't. So they were like, yeah, right. you can't sit here. And so I was like, well, shit, I just got a burrito. I don't live in Manhattan. So I had to sit at a bus stop and eat a burrito. <laughs> and buses were, like, coming and, like, opening the door. And the bus I would just look. And I was like, nah, nah I, just, I just eat am <laughs> just waving
0: and chewing. <laughs> I was
4: embarrassed. Like, there was multiple buses pulled up to pick me up. And I had to wave them off and be like, I'm just <laughs> eating a burrito. <laughs>
0: Everyone on the bus is pissed off at you.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's, like, embarrassing. But I, I don't know why they're not open. Because you can eat inside. But, I, guess, I mean, whatever, that's their... That's their choice or whatever, but mm-hmm.
0: um, I like yeah. the fact that you like shit food. I just I think that's great. <laughs> Chipotle, by the way, is the healthiest thing I, the get. Healthiest, I get. The healthiest food you can get is yes, probably Chipotle. I get rice and organic chicken and some hot sauce and a little bit of cheese. That's not horrible. Mm-hmm. No, it's 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 not like you know Jacks where you like you want to drink the fry grease. <laughs> yes, thank you.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the the healthiest thing I'm doing, and I have a smoothie every day. I have like a big spinach blueberry situation. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Well, that, uh, that explains right. the walk. <laughs> I got your McDonald's bit here that makes me laugh. I want to play that one as well. But it's hard to be healthy. It's hard for everyone. I'm, like, on the road all the time. I'm traveling, so it's, like, hard. Like,
4: sometimes I eat McDonald's because it's the only thing open and also because it's my favorite restaurant. So <laughs> I was at McDonald's the other day. I was dining in. Um, <laughs> I love that line. It's funny, right? That's the term they use. You order your food, like, will you be dining in? Like, I'll be eating over there. I feel like dining feels a little dramatic. I'm going to chew my food in the corner as fast as I possibly can in the hopes that nobody sees me. But I was, I was dining in and the phone rang while I was at McDonald's. That blew my mind. You guys don't even seem weirded out by that. Not my phone, their phone. Somebody called McDonald's on the telephone. I didn't even know they had a phone. The employees didn't know. They were like, what the hell is that sound? we have a phone? What? Who calls McDonald's? I'm like, what are you making, reservations? I asked the lady, I was like, what was that phone call all about? And she was like, it was somebody complaining about the food. That blew my mind even more. I didn't know we could complain at McDonald's. It's shit food. That's what you bought. That's a gamble. Not to complain to a McDonald's employee. Excuse me, my meal wasn't great. Yeah, my fucking life
0: isn't great. Are you <laughs> shitting me? Go to a real restaurant, asshole. I don't care. Yeah, it's it's just, it's terrible, McDonald's. It's just, you know what they have? the. I used to like, well, the shamrock shake when we were kids. You would get a green shake. Oh, that, I never
4: had the shamrock You never had the shake. shamrock
0: shake? Oh, it's very good for you. You have a no, green I- you have a green chick and the McRib always made me laugh because they have fake bone marks where this 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 rib meat that they give you that doesn't resemble anything organic. This is where the bones would have been if this was a real animal. That's hilarious. Yeah. I never
4: had the McRib. I never ventured outside of just like a, a cheeseburger, a double quarter pounder. That's it. And a, a fry type of situation. But I I stopped eating it for the most part. Occasionally now I'll go, which that it puts so much stress on. I'll eat McDonald's like once a year, maybe twice a year, but it puts pressure on because it's so bad for you. And I don't have it often that sometimes you get McDonald's and it really is bad. Like it's dry and, mm. and shit. And then you're like, damn, I just wasted my one McDonald's a year. But you can get a good McDonald's, usually in like the Midwest where it's old, retired ladies that really put some care in there, mm. where it's juicy and 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 delightful. But
0: that's pretty rare. I think, okay, Joe, it's shit. OK, I don't care okay. where you go, it's shit. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying it's good for you in these places. I'm mm. just saying it's a little more uh, You delicious. can rationalize all the shit you want. No, it's the Midwest. These ladies seem to care. Give me two. It's shit, Joe. <laughs> all right, maybe you're right. Fair. <laughs> Although I do, if I had to go, I was ahead of the curve uh, with uh, Taco Bell with the burrito shell because I used to get just get burritos and use them as, as dips. Uh, I would get the tacos, empty out the tacos, get a bag of Doritos, and then I would just use those as a... Uh, as, as chips as to to scoop up the uh the the taco guts, so I was ahead sure. of it yeah because I was like, oh this is great I didn't think enough to make a taco shell out of it, but I, that's my fast food if i if I was going to throw it all away and and sacrifice an organ, it would be for taco Bell
4: well, I never was a big taco Bell guy know and by the time I was people were like, no no, it's actually good I was trying to eat a little bit healthier I try to eat healthy ish I'm in mm. the neighborhood of healthy
0: yeah i i I married uh my wife and I just a uh, The last thought I remember having was, "Mm, she's pretty. And then everything changed. I got, you know, organic food. I got all kinds of things that I didn't know were bad for me. You know, apparently cigarettes aren't good.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It is frustrating to talk any kind of food with people that are serious because anything is unhealthy They're mm. like, ah, you really shouldn't be eating uh rice or yeah you
0: should sure? oh no nah, they got lectins in the brown rice gonna put a hole in you you get leaky gut i'm like do we are we supposed to be on this planet everything is supposed to kill me what are we supposed to do yeah i just i
4: don't understand it and i, I mean a lot of people talk about it but i'm like i just i try to eat
0: healthy and i am starving 90 minutes <laughs> later yeah. I'm like, that's not yeah.
4: it's not I can't do
0: it. Yeah, I'll have a smoothie. I'm okay for an hour, and I'm like, I got it. Just let me eat the powder. Let me eat the protein powder. I need <laughs> something. Yeah, I I I'm am like a
4: chicken parm with a rigatoni like a like a big I need a big mm-hmm. crazy meal, at least once a day, or like a full pizza double yeah. cheese. Oh butter, god,
0: fries. pizza's been so long since so I had pizza Joe. That's Dude, no good. It's terrible. So your wife is was health conscious. Your wife was the one that kinda said, put the McDonald's down, you were a grown man.
4: Yeah, she said, well, she doesn't try to um, push her will on me at all. She's just, you know, first of all, I've, I'm a little bit older now, so now my metabolism has slowed down. Now mm-hmm. I eat McDonald's, and I'm like, oh, I can see it. The next day I can look and be like, there it
0: is. It's yeah, sitting right it's there. It's right there in that part of my intestine. It's either that yeah. or it's a tumor.
4: Exactly. Let's hope I, I pass feels, this. I feel gross, and, and, and you know, I'd like to live and feel good or whatever, because when you're in your 20s, I would drink, I mean, literally like 15 Captain and Cokes, eat McDonald's twice in a day, uh. and then the next day I'd, run. I'd go for a run or play basketball or whatever. And now if I have like six French fries the next day, I want to take my own life. But Yeah, I gained six pounds from this conversation, Joe. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. But I go home, my family all eats like shit. I mean, they're like, it's horrendous. So, But I, I use that as like health sometimes. I'm like, I look at my parents, and they're in their – 60 i have young parents they're in their early 60s and Mm -hmm. they eat
0: shit but they they're fine they're still alive so i'm like all right okay look keith richards is still alive i don't know how the hell that's going so i'm not i i do half of what he did i would have been dead 10 years ago
4: that's a good point i think he got like a full blood transfusion at one point and
0: so yeah
4: i don't know maybe i'll buy my parents blood transfusions for christmas
0: (laughs) but you married a comic
4: Yes, I married a comedian, and she's healthy, and it is a battle of, like, do is, is she influencing me with food to eat healthier, or am I influencing her to okay, eat Okay, let's back poorly. up. You
0: but. married a comedian, and she's healthy. No, she's not. None of us are. <laughs> she's physically healthy. She's physically, mentally. Yeah. No. Me- mentally, we're all nuts. Otherwise, we've got nothing to write about. No, she's a mess, yeah. But mentally. I love the fact that you and uh, Sarah Tolomash, that's, that's your wife's name in case you forgot. That's, yes. uh, you guys did the roast battle. You did Jeff's show. And you battled each other, which I thought was great. And uh, the line that made me laugh was like, when Jeff asked you guys, you know, how come you guys decided to to, uh, battle each other? You went, money. We need the money. (laughs) 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 We need the money. I'm going to make fun of my people, a person I love. Give me the cash.
4: (laughs) It's true. It was one of those things where initially we said no. We're like, I don't want to do that. Right. And then you start going like, "Ah, it's a a free trip to L.A. And they put you in a nice hotel. I think it was the W or whatever, and then they give you like a thousand bucks each, you know, which I think might, people might, I think I, I have this theory that people think, like regular people think anyone on TV is getting paid like $25,000 to yeah. be there. Because no, no. they watch like a late night and it's like it's Tom Hanks followed by Willem Dafoe and then one of us comes out and they're like, oh, they must all be wealthy and we're getting 800 bucks, but that's neither here nor there, but it was a thing of like, well, we'll go to LA, we'll have a free trip, and uh, yeah, maybe someone will see it, and we'll, we'll get a thousand bucks each. Why not? And then uh, that's how it went down.
0: Yeah, but it was it was funny, and you and you guys were funny together. And I like the fact that you like we like we mentioned before, you talk about your lives, and you, and and each and each one of you hit each other once. And you, your your wife's joke <laughs> made me laugh. He goes, my my husband Joe has OCD, yet his dick is a mess. <laughs> I just thought that. <laughs> I thought that was great. Oh, thank you. How bad, and let me ask you this, how bad is the OCD?
4: I don't, it's it's gotten better, I would say, uh, a lot better. I don't have it as, there's like different forms of, some people have OCD where they drive and they think they hit somebody and they have to turn around and go back and check to see if there's a bloody lady in the road.
0: I think that's that's delusions. I don't think that's.
4: <laughs> I think it falls under the umbrella of OCD. Okay. Somehow. But I don't, I don't have that, but I have a lot of, uh, you know, twitchy things. I got to touch
0: things and okay. step on the right crack and all that stuff and, and tap things. And my uh, wife's got it a little bit. That's why I'm asking you how it manifests. Cause my wife gets it.
4: Um, she, I have, you know, my, my arm will twitch. Like I flex my arm a lot mm-hmm. and I'll see like a weird crack in the road. And I'm like, I got to go step on that in the center of my foot and I'll go back and step it on it sometimes. And.
0: Joe, that could be yeah. a stroke I'm just saying
4: you might want <laughs> it's not great but it has gotten better I
0: have to say okay all right well I, I has it and when did you when did now you've been diagnosed it's not like you think you know because I have adD right and but I actually I got diagnosed with adD I have you know like halfway through the test they couldn't focus the doctor's like yeah I think you got it <laughs> well I got diagnosed late it
4: was funny because I never went anywhere I, no one ever Gave a sh- I mean I'm not that
0: old. I'm 38, but nobody cared about this stuff very much when well, I nobody was. Nobody knew. The- nobody really knew. What? It was like, you know, you know how you know how the people addressed in my family, you know my father addressed my ADD in my family? Sit down <sighs> Louise, what the hell is wrong with him? That's it. That was the medicine, Joe. Right. There was not nobody
4: no yeah, nobody was like, uh People would say to me, What's up with the blinking? You're blinking real weird. <laughs> and then I'd go like, and then I'd try to really like focus on like keeping my eyes and it, it was rough. But um, so I went to therapy only for the first time like four. Well, I went when I was younger, but that's neither here nor there. Uh-huh. But I went to a therapist like four years ago and uh, we were, I was seeing him for like, four months and i was like i gotta tell you i also i think i have undiagnosed ocd and he laughed out loud and he was like do you need somebody to tell you that you have ocd (laughs) and i was like well i don't know i mean you know because because people always say uh it's uh, it's so self-diagnosed people just claim they have stuff so Mm -hmm. i didn't want to be that guy and then my therapist is like you have ocd for sure so don't worry about yeah, thinking you have it and you don't, have, you do. It's bad. Yeah, he's like you're obsessive compulsive, and I was like, okay, great. And it actually felt good to have somebody be like, yeah, you, you have know. outside You've confirmation.
0: Now there's a protocol to deal with it, and it, there is a kind of relief. Like, okay, the, I'm I'm not in the. I wonder. I'm in. This is what is.
4: Right, and and for me, I've talked about this before too, with like anxiety, panic, all these things just knowing that it's a thing yeah. someone's like you have this thing i'm like great because i thought i was you know dying of i thought something was wrong with i mean something is wrong with me i guess but mm-hmm. I, I thought it was i always say i thought i had like joe list disease like nobody has ever heard of this <laughs> and like i'm gonna tell somebody and they're like oh my god bring in the team get the cameras this guy's got a weird
0: thing but it's just a thing that tons of people have yeah and you do talk about it so i want to play this
4: I'll tell you what's good about therapy. You get a diagnosis. You find out what's going on. Like, what's wrong, you know? It's like, I have OCD. Obsessive-compulsive disorder, which is fun. I like to say I have it. Some people will word it differently. Some people will say this. I am OCD. You ever meet those people? like, I gotta go wash my hands. I'm OCD. That triggers my OCD. Because I'm like, you're not saying it properly. I guess it sounds normal. Because you hear it, so it sounds normal. But watch me replace it with something else. I gotta go wash my hands. I'm genital herpes. See how that... (laughs) I'm sorry, you have genital? No, no, I am
0: genital herpes. It's who I am. Call me Jen for short. It's very serious. I claim this is my identity, yes. I'm hearing this. I'm like, hey, this is a pretty good special I put together. Yes, it is, and it's available on uh, Comedy Central's YouTube channel. It's very, very funny. Um, And you are a funny man, and I like the fact that you mine your own life as I do. Let me ask you this. I know that we briefly chatted. I think the last time we showed each other was... uh, we were shooting at the cellar, yes, and that was the last time we caught up and we were uh I know you meditate has you have you found any uh has, has it helped you at all
4: yeah it's been extremely helpful I've been meditating more during um quarantine or pandemic whatever we're calling it mm-hmm. it's like the most I've meditated because there's less to do and I'm traveling a lot less obviously and uh it's been like fantastic i i'm re- i'm a am i am ai got into uh Sam Harris's app waking up the waking up app mm-hmm. about like six months ago and that's the best
0: app that i've found for it it's really really great and what do you like about it if i may ask um the app or meditation in general both because i don't have an app i just i started reading books and i went look I, I gotta put this medicine down i gotta find something so
4: yeah so i i got i got a million books every my house looks like a meditation library here and the apps are fun because you know it it's a guided meditation mm-hmm. um but I, I love it because it just gives me it allows me to, first of all, to take those 10 or 20 minutes. I do it in the morning. Me, too. And to kind of like calm everything like we talked about. I wake up frantically and, and it definitely calms me, puts me at ease and sort of sets the tone for the rest of the day. And it it has allowed me in all these moments of kind of losing my mind to be like, these are just thoughts. My thoughts are not reality yeah. and all that stuff. I mean, that's the biggest thing. And, and it's been a, for me, it's been a combination of therapy and meditation and all these buddhist books and podcasts is that basically that fear is just fear and my thoughts are not reality as like my main mantra
0: yeah, yeah the, the <laughs> thoughts to me what uh, i had uh, michael imperioli on the show and he's a uh, a buddhist in tibetan tradition and um we got into a conversation where if you, you don't have to claim your thoughts you just have to know that the mind makes them it's like a stream you're not going to stop the stream you know, right. just, you don't have to identify with the stream, And that helped me when I realized, well, this is just what the mind does. I'm not responsible for these thoughts. I'm identifying with the negative ones and claiming that as my identity. Does that make sense?
4: Yeah, totally. I, I, I've i heard so many great analogies. I heard one the other day about thoughts. It's like if you sat outside on a city street and then everyone that walked by, you just claimed them. I was like, oh, that's my person yeah. right there. Yeah. I and mean, that's, that's what it is. It's just things passing through. And to know from like a technical aspect that the brain's job is to solve problems. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't have a problem that it's facing, it'll create problems to solve, which is the function of the brain. And I think early on a lot of people that get into meditation think the idea of meditation is to stop thoughts and to stop, but you can't. That's what the brain yeah. does. It's just to kind of recognize thoughts as thoughts.
0: Yeah, that's that helped me a great deal. Once that that understanding resonated with me. And it's not a thought that uh that came to me, that understanding didn't come to me in the form of a thought. It's like I always, for me, the clarity is I'm cultivating a felt sense of awareness because you can't use the mind to solve the problems of the mind.
4: Right. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, then you start getting into like the weird space of like duality.
0: Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, Joe, because I think it's scary, too, to let go of those thoughts because that's the only form of identity you've had up until this point. So that's the courageous aspect of meditation is when people say you have to surrender, you have to you have to sacrifice yourself on the on the altar of awareness means whatever idea you thought you had of yourself, you're wrong. And I've been wrong many times, Joe, and it's felt just like this.
4: Right. Yeah, it's strange, And I have also that classic comedian thing that we all have. I think that I'm like, if I stop being anxious or worried. Yeah. I won't be funny anymore. Exactly. I'll yeah. I'll just, I'm like, what? No, I, I listened to Thich Han and the Dalai Lama. They never say anything funny. They stink. Yeah. So you do have that kind of fear. I remember talking to Nick DiPaolo years ago and I was trying to, you know, calm him down. It didn't work, obviously, but, I remember, but I, I, he had the same thing. He's like, if I'm not angry, I won't be funny. And I'm like, but it took years of therapy for me to be like my therapist to kind of say, well, that's who you are. That's you. You are who you are. Yeah. You're not going to cease to be funny. That's how you sort of communicate and create. But it's also funny because I'm like, when I'm most anxious, I'm never writing bits. I'm on the floor shaking and yeah, crying. Yeah. I'm, not, yeah. I'm
0: not like when I'm most creative, when I feel pretty good. So that's what I'm trying to do now. Yeah. And I think for me, what, uh, what I had to unravel was, the outcome is what I wanted. Making people laugh is when I felt best about me, and I was I was connected to something greater than myself. So, how did I get here? Well, I'm anxious. I'm this. I'm this. In order to to keep recreating the outcome I want, I have to be aggravated and and worried and scared leading up to it. Right. So that's not that's not healthy and accurate. You know, it's just a, it just it's a again it's a thought.
4: Yeah, exactly. And then even if I was the most productive or the most funny or creative when I felt anxious and horrible, what's the, what's the use of that? I don't want to be yeah. creative if it means I'm completely miserable in my life. Yeah. So, um, so maybe I stink now. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe there's people that there might be fans that are like, this guy sucks. <laughs> he used to be great, but cause you do worry about, you know, musicians and stuff that stopped hmm. using and they're like, well, this album's not as good as when they were booting heroin. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I, 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 I don't think you think you stink at all. I think you're very funny and very courageous. And this is one of my favorite bits of yours.
4: I read this. Human beings have up to 70,000 thoughts a day. Did you guys know that? I thought it was like nine. I had no idea. 70,000 is too many. I don't think I have 70,000 thoughts a day. I feel like I have four thoughts a day. They just repeat 70,000 times. My four thoughts are, my parents going to die. I'm horny. Is that cancer? Is this funny? Those are the only four thoughts I ever have in my life.
0: And you know why? Because you're a comic, my friend. And you're a very good comic, and I'm so grateful you made time for us today. It's Joe List. The special is called I Hate Myself. It is on Comedy Central's YouTube channel. I highly recommend it. It has one, over 1. 1.8 million views, and all those people can't be wrong. Joe, thanks for spending time with me, baby. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. This is really fun. Be well, my friend. Best to you and the family. Thank you. The ADD interview is brought to you by CruiseIntoWellness.com. CruiseIntoWellness.com for all your CBD needs. Now, let's say during the course of human events, someone you love inadvertently hurt your feelings. How are you going to deal with it? I got so- All right, you could do that, or you could take one of the gummies they have at cruiseintowellness.com. They also have edibles, tinctures, pain creams, bath products, pet products. They have a foot mask. Yes, and use the coupon code ADAM and take off 20%. 20% off anything they have at cruiseintowellness.com. Go, feel better. Hello,
4: I'm Joe List, and that was 30 Minutes I'll Never Get Back.
0: I had fun talking to Joe. Oh man, he is funny. Yeah, he is a funny guy. That was great.
2: Yeah, it seems like you guys had a lot in common and a lot to relate to.
0: Yeah, we we uh, we both have a friend I think that's undiagnosed. Then. And why? <laughs> You
1: know see, what? I'm see. very I'm very happy for Joe. I'm very happy that he got diagnosed with whatever he's got. I'm I'm happy that he arrived at that. Huh. That, however, does not pertain to me and my situation with you not watching shit. I send you.
0: Hold on one second. F C E and deep <laughs> in denial. <Come> <laughs> All
2: right, I got it. <laughs> I like how you make yourself the expert, Adam.
0: I didn't make myself an expert. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm an observer. I'm just <laughs> reporting back. I'm not an expert. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a witness to it. Mm-hmm. You hold yourself accountable
1: to nothing. What? Just say you were wrong. You didn't watch it. You're insensitive. Can't you just say that? No, I wasn't wrong. I didn't watch mm-hmm. it. I, wrong yeah, yeah, it- yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Thank you. That's, that's not, all I wanted to hear. That's not wrong. That's having shit to do. <laughs> okay. But but you took a day and a half to research what's wrong with me. But you did that, even though you had shit oh, to do. Oh, it was longer than a day and a half. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. So you devote your time to that, but not the 54 seconds. Fine. Whatever, man. I just thought the dude was really funny. I love the interview. Me, too. I thought he was I'm, great. I'm, I'm gentle to herpes. Call me Jen for short. I love that. What? Yeah. <laughs> that was
0: hysterical. It's a great line. Yeah, it's a great that was, line. That was funny. So, yeah, but he felt better when the guy said, "Yes, you have OCD."
3: Yeah, give it a name. I think anytime you can you can give something a name, give it a face, and be like, "Now I can deal with it." I yeah. always yeah. think that that's a huge part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you
2: name your monster.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. My monster's name is Phil. My monster's <laughs> name is Adam.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness,
0: honey! I I thought of you because you, you have a touch of the OCD.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I like things clean, mm-hmm. and so I can't go to bed unless something is clean, like, you know, the sink is clean mm-hmm. or something's clean. So I have to do it, even if I'm dead tired. Yeah. Or, like, a, if I start, if I see something in the shower that needs to be clean, I'll clean the whole shower. Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah. You have it with the lights, too.
2: Um, What do you mean?
0: You have to have lighting at a certain thing. Yeah,
2: I do. Is yeah. that OCD?
0: Uh, whatever it is, is something I got to do. I don't that's
2: just that's <laughs> yes. just
0: mood. No,
1: I think that's just mood.
2: Well, it, it's something where I, if I think of something, mm-hmm. I obsess about it and have to do it. And t- unless it's done, right, I, I can't relax.
0: I understand. I need mm-hmm. you, I need you to focus on saving money.
2: <laughs> I need you to focus on making money, Adam. You're
0: damn right.
1: <laughs> Make it. That's
0: what I'm trying Use to do. Money <laughs> it, Adam. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to do right here. Not go. a friggin' there dime you from you, people. Uh-huh. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's got a little bit of the cleaning OCD, too, especially when I come over. Dude, what are you doing? Dude, what are you doing? Phil, I'm cooking. Oh, my God, there's heat. There's boiling. There's things in my kitchen. Yeah, well, because you don't, because when you cut stuff, it's all over the place.
3: It's, it's, it's stuff chill. all over
1: the floor. That's just you being a slob. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I just the, the, the,
1: My reaction is always to clean when you leave. That's not OCD.
3: That's just damage control. Yeah.
2: That's exactly- <laughs> <control>. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. Maintenance. Yeah.
3: Okay. But I have the same thing.
1: Like I ha- I can't go to bed if there's dishes in the sink.
3: I, sometimes I leave dishes in there just to leave them in. I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to do this tomorrow. <laughs> and it's a great liberating feeling. Now, the only thing that sucks is when you wake up, you're like, yeah, it's just staring me in the face. I got to deal with it. But I I'll make a conscious decision sometimes like, yeah, no, I'm going to do that later.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I'll be honest with you. You i am glad I don't have you. You guys have. I went—I went an entire semester with no sheets. I was fine. I know, that's
2: disgusting. I don't even <laughs> want to think about that, Adam.
0: I was, if I had a winter coat and a pillow. I was fine. That's
2: really. <laughs> I liked how you guys talked about too. You didn't want to really do meditation or help yourself because you thought you wouldn't be funny.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah. You're afraid of it. You're, fr- you're afraid of learning stuff because you don't, you didn't want to screw up what you had. It's it's fear-based bullshit, but it's common.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. You don't want to well, tinker too much with your mechanisms. But whatever it is, yeah. Yeah.
3: Adam, I need to give you credit what? because you were so far ahead of the curve when it comes to fast food. You were creating the Doritos taco shell. That Taco Bell and it had come up years later. You were doing that way before they decided
2: to do oh, that. There you go. Oh not, my gosh, not, he's genius at that, that, that. that. Yeah. That's you know if genius. I only knew
0: how to cash in.
2: No, <laughs> dining with Adam is insane. Mm. It's like a moosh-boosh marathon.
0: And a moosh-boosh.
2: Yeah. But you do have to have the right ingredients because if you don't, if you if the cupboard is bare, he'll come up with stuff, but it might not in your brain. You're like, no, you can't eat that with that. But Mm. he puts the weirdest stuff together, but it's on a, like a, like you build it like a building (laughs) and then you taste it and you're like, you have to have a little bit of this flavor with that flavor. He's genius at it.
0: Yeah. It's like eating with me is like, it's it's like an episode of Chopped. You know, we have.
2: Yeah, it is. I got half, I got (laughs) jelly beans, half
0: a head of lettuce and a human finger. All
2: right. (laughs) (laughs) we make something out of this. He That's the kind like of that. stuff
0: we ate when we were high.
2: <laughs> you know I mean? That's how Adam eats yeah. every day. <laughs> like
0: he's high.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of fun. Yeah. You know?
0: What, what can we make out of this? That's what happens.
2: I do notice you need a crunch.
0: Yeah, you need, you need texture.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. He, I'll he tell you this, crunch. though.
1: I'll I give him credit, too. Whatever he makes, it's good.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is good. Well,
3: I'll tell you this. You have that talent. Mm-hmm. That combination of lettuce, a human finger, and jelly beans mm-hmm. is already better than anything I would ever eat at Taco <laughs> Bell. Because <laughs> that stuff is dreadful.
0: No, Taco Bell, that's mine. That's, if I'm going to throw it all away, that's what I'm going. I'm getting Taco
3: Taco Bell's your go-to? Like, uh, your cheat? Like, okay. Because you don't eat fast food a lot. No, I, I don't right? eat
0: it. I don't eat I, and, and I love it. Oh, it's my cheat day. Oh, okay. So your heart <laughs> disease knows it's Thursday and this is okay.
2: <laughs> and that's it's <laughs> such
0: to me, that's such bullshit. I don't need it at all. But I I like tacos, so if I was going to throw it all away, it's either pizza or taco?
2: Yeah, I would guess pizza or tacos for yeah, you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I do the pizza. I do the pizza, man. See, I'm, uh, that's that's my thing.
2: I yeah, do. But, I do chocolate croissants.
0: Yeah, and I know where to get them too. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, oh, he knows. Hey,
2: if he gets me a chocolate croissant, that's a good day.
1: Well, yeah. Mark, you ever have a Krispy Kreme donut right off the press?
3: No, I was born in Boston. Okay. We choose uh. Dunkin' Donuts. Krispy Kreme is heresy. <laughs> <laughs> I really actually I don't even know how I can continue talking to you people right now. <laughs> but no, I remember when I came down here, there was a Krispy Kreme on Route One and you would and you could smell it like mm. five miles away. And you're like, Well, I I know I'm not supposed to like those, but man, I could eat about forty of those right now.
2: Yeah. You know, when I was living in Paris, I was living on top of a bakery.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh. oh
2: my goodness. Oh. <laughs> That smell, just like in the cartoon where you see the smell, it just went, like, right under my nose.
0: Yeah. You couldn't, you had to, like, you
2: had to stop in. I was like, (laughs) wow. It was perfect. Every morning, that smell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess the bakery in
3: Paris is better than any Dunkin' Donuts I've ever been to. It
2: was pretty nice. And, you know, I could go down in my robe.
3: What?
2: <laughs> what? What are you, me? <laughs>
3: yeah, oh, bonjour, oh, mademoiselle. Mademoiselle, Alix. Like, so, yeah, 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 there you go. That's
0: great. <laughs> it's Phil tag in zero. That's great. <laughs> you and Jimmy the Chin.
2: <laughs> what does that mean?
0: Jimmy the Chin was a guy who lived in the village working on a psych defense, so he'd walk uh-huh. around in his yep. robe.
2: Yes. Well, yeah, yeah believe Uncle he was Judy. crazy. I think Uncle I looked Judy. a lot cuter. Yes, you with are. With a name like Jimmy the Chin.
0: Yes, you are. Goodness. I want to thank Joe List for being on the show. Uh, you can check out his special I Hate Myself on uh, Comedy Central's YouTube channel. His podcast, Mindful Metal Jacket, is a lot of fun. Check him out on social media. And if they want to get a hold of us, where do they go?
2: The Adam Ferrara at Gmail.
0: And if you get a chance to leave us a review, it helps us with our friend.
2: Mr. Algorithm.
0: Uh, the show is growing, and it's all because of you. I want to thank you guys so much uh, for all the love and support. Uh, and please remember that life is hard. Take it easy on yourself. The pod has ended. Go in peace. God,
1: Mark, this is a guy, I bring him to see Titanic, three minutes in. Get to the iceberg! That's him! (laughs) But get to the iceberg!
2: That friggin' movie was longer than the cruise itself.